Just a minute late. Making it happen. everybody welcome today is Wednesday October 30th 2019 my name is Jeremy and this is my first cup of coffee that's good that's good good stuff I think it's safe to say I got used to the, the Starbucks coffee that was a little a little aggressive Wow so, did two podcast interviews yesterday. Uh, one with another movie actor. I've been getting a lot of those lately. And I'm hopeful. Well, first off, shout out to Leslie for just killing it on the bookings. Getting some great guests. And it's allowing me to focus on a lot of things. Good morning, Frank. Uh, but, you know, if you look back... If you look back historically, we've we've slowly marched up the, we'll say the fame of the guests, the reach of the guests, and at this rate, who knows where we'll be in another six months or a year? Could be pretty impressive. Could have some big names. Hope so. You know, if, if Jackie Chan and and Jet Li and Jean-Claude Van Damme are going to come on anybody's podcast. I, I mean, hopefully they'll come on ours. Find out. The first cup mug is in the dishwasher, so we got the... Jeremy didn't quite know what he was doing when he laid out mug. This, this mug. Mug. <laughs> and graphic's supposed to be on the side, not on the edge. I don't know how I did it, but I did it. I fixed it. This is the only one that'll ever be like this, I think. I think I have a shirt like that too. When I was testing, um, what's the Amazon shirt program? Merch? I think that's the name of the program on Amazon. It's this green t-shirt and the logo is just massive. It's all right. <sighs> you gotta experiment, right? So what else happened yesterday? Yesterday, yesterday was a fairly productive day. And I've talked recently about the, you know, time expanding or task expanding to the time available. And then I've been helping my friend with, you know, some construction and that that's going to be at least for the short term ongoing. So it's forced me to be more efficient and be really honest with myself about what needs to be done. And with the, with the exception of, of this, with the exception of First Cup, with the exception of recording episodes that sometimes need to happen in other days, I can run Whistle Kick in two to three days a week. Probably two. And I think what that comes down to is that I make sure I'm busy. I've always made sure I was busy. I've always made sure that I'm tr doing something, trying things, 
but the majority of the things that I'm, use, I'm doing the rest of the time are not important. They're of minor importance or they might be beneficial. But at the end of the day, the number one things, the important things that need to happen are happening and the big things that aren't happening involve product and I'm already, I'm working on those. So, um, got a couple things that I'm going to put orders for, or you put in orders for, I don't think that substance is right. I'm going to order a few things starting next week. We've got the Taekwondo uniforms. Uh, I'm going to go back and revise the karate uniforms, make some small adjustments there. The sparring uniforms. So, we'll go, go through that. Flesh out the uniform line. Um, if anybody's interested in belts, Amazon has been pulling the belts because they've been sitting there too long. There are still some left. I think I, I dropped them to $7.99 mm -hmm. for a, a thick, high-quality belt. The sizes and colors that are there are random, but if you're at all interested, go check it out now. Because you're getting a belt at... Well, I'm losing money on them. But I don't lose as much money as when I have to throw them away. Because that's the alternative. So, go buy some belts. What else? What's happening today? Uh, meeting at the bank, coaching some CrossFit. And just getting a bunch of work done in between. I may go to the gym. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how much work I get done this morning. I'm looking at, at plant leaves on the floor because the cat attacks them. And then throws up. It's great. Super great. That's what everybody wants to deal with. Cats eating their plants and then vomiting on the floor. Thanks, cat. Well, I think that's it. Let's do some questions. If you want to ask a question, drop it below. I'll answer it tomorrow. What do you think? No, that's not what I'm hitting. That button. There we go. What do you think are the best ways to simulate real-world self-defense scenarios? I think the, I think it's a spectrum. Okay, so on one end of the spectrum, you've got safety, and with safety comes control and predictability in how the scenario runs. On the other end, the more realistic end, it is unpredictable, and safety becomes compromised. Different drills occupy different places on that spectrum. There's a cat throwing up. Different drills occupy different places on that spectrum and every drill should have an intention. Don't run a drill just because it's realistic. You run a drill to teach something. You're trying to stay as controlled, as safe as possible. because people need to trust that they can learn. 
they don't trust what's going on, they're not going to get the repetitions in, they're not going to learn the piece that you're trying to teach them. So for example, on the extreme end of safety, you have, hey, you punch me right here, I'm going to do this block and this counter. And then maybe a small notch from that up from that would be, you do that, this punch right here, I'm going to defend however I want. Keep the speed low, maybe people are wearing gear, you know, that kind of thing. And then on the other end, you've got You've got drills like multi on one person, multiple attackers, one person, free form. Maybe you've got mats down. Maybe they're blindfolded. You know, I, there, there's a lot you can do. I'm not quite sure what the extreme example is on that, that realistic end. Never run anything that far to that end. Because I don't want people to get hurt, right? And in running self-defense drills isn't generally something that I'm I'm teaching when I'm traveling. I mean, I, I do I do from time to time depending on the school, and if that's what it seems like they need. I feel like I've gotten off track. What was Rand's question? The best ways to simulate real-world self-defense scenarios. Um, so the things that a realistic scenario must include are a high stress level, um, and variability, and, and some intensity. So that could be as... Here's a simple example. Two attackers, one defender. Either attacker gets to throw not full force, you know, we're not trying to take heads off, but they can go anytime they want. They can attack anytime they want. The defender can't do anything until the attackers attack. purposes of the drill you usually limit it to one person attacking at a time because two people attacking at a time requires some very advanced skill and depending on the conditions you want to put on it um, I think one of the easiest ways to demonstrate or to, to determine whether or not one of the attackers is, you know, is out, has the defender done their job or have, have they lost, is you have like a referee, you know, somebody else who's in there observing who's fairly close, you know, and sees what's going on and makes a call. Says, okay, you know, defender is down or attacker one is down or something. And that requires 
a lot of skill all around because you've got to be able to strike with enough intensity with enough force to bring some realism into it but not you know break your friend's noses and ribs and everything and i think that because finding that sweet spot's really challenging and requires a lot of skill a lot of places don't bother they either keep it really safe or in the case of some schools i've seen they just put a ton of gear on and beat the tar out of each other and call it self-defense. That's not it. That's not how it goes. Hope I answered that. If I didn't answer that, let me know. I know we've got a couple episodes on this. I don't know that they're exactly this, but you know what would be helpful is if we, uh, and I know Frank's watching this, if we mention the uh, the episode numbers that relate to self-defense. Gabe's suggesting watch surveillance footage of attacks and then simulate those attacks. Yeah, that can be helpful. Um, I absolutely hate watching those. Um, I hate being around people that are that angry and, and unhappy. Um, when people are yelling, I usually have to leave the room. I just, I can't be around that. It has been said, one day or day one, you decide, Paulo Coelho. How does this relate to martial arts and life? Well, I'm interpreting that quote to mean you're either going to do it someday or you start now. One day or day one, you decide. I think that relates mostly to people who say they're going to do martial arts or get back into martial arts. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it one day. Why not today? Why not now? Why not start training at home? If you've done martial arts before, you can do something. It doesn't have to be much. It can be practicing your kicks in the air. See, I think for a lot of people, they they get into this, this attitude where if all of the conditions aren't perfect, they feel like they're wasting their time. Something is generally better than nothing. In a perfect world, I would have much more time to dedicate to my martial arts training and my fitness training and my cardiovascular training If I was doing it the right way, it would be a seven day a week endeavor. Some days would have multiple sessions and I'd be dedicating a lot of hours to recovery and diet and everything. And I would feel great and I would look great and it would all, it would all come together. But when I add it all up, that's pretty darn close to a full-time job that I don't have time for. Do I sit on the couch and eat chips and not go to the gym at all? No. Because it's generally better than nothing. With your martial arts training, with maintaining social relationships. 
there aren't too many things you can show me where doing nothing is better than doing something. So why do people say that? It's an excuse. Because if those conditions were perfect, they wouldn't be doing it either. But in saying that, they're keeping space open in their mind for the person that they actually want to be. But they're not willing to work to be the person that they want to be. It's a, it's a wish. It's a dream. Not a goal. And if you're not willing to work towards your goals, you don't deserve to have them. Everybody dreams of having more money. The people who work their tail off to get that money tend to maintain some money. Uh, Frank, that's awesome. If you could plug those in just when you do the description later, if you could just mention that, that those are episodes people might want to check out. That'd be awesome. Um, and then we can take a look and see if there's a gap in there. I'll do a, a martial arts radio episode to flesh that out. People that work for money tend to keep it, hold it. People that win money or inherit a bunch of money tend to lose it. Why? Because they didn't work for it. Because there's a disconnect. I didn't make it up. I didn't make these rules. I don't think it's coincidence. It has been said, the bad news, time flies. The good news, you're the pilot, Mark Lacks. How does this relate to martial arts in life? People love sharing bad news and negativity and disaster information. I think it's human nature. You know, it happens on the news. It happens, you know, when people talk, a lot of people tend to spread the bad things happening. And I think that there's something inherent in that uh, because if you go back a few hundred years, bad news would be things that were... You know, like, that village is sick and, you know, that village doesn't have any crops. That becomes information that you need to know. It's actionable. Don't go to that village. Don't go to that village. Right? Watch out for people wearing this crest. There was safety in that. And I think that that tradition, that tendency carries on. I don't know how much safety is in it. One of the rules that I work really hard at in my own life, and I, I don't I don't always do this. There are times I fail at it. I try not to say anything about anyone that I would not say with them in the room. Now, to be fair, I can be pretty blunt, and I have no problem telling someone if I think they're doing something that's not good for them. Um, for example, last night, 
at CrossFit, I was speaking with a couple other coaches and discussing someone who trains at that gym who is overtraining and how this person may experience some, some pretty substantial health issues as a result based on the extent of that overtraining. I've had that conversation with that person and said, you need to look at this. And they dismissed it. It's not, it's not a secret. I'm not saying something I haven't already said to your face. I wasn't saying it to gossip. I was saying it because it came up in conversation and I wanted these other two people to know what I thought that looked like in this case. But how does it relate to martial arts? I don't know if there's anything specific to martial arts. When we talk about, we'll say positive and negatives or good news and bad news, martial arts tends to be a pretty positive environment. We tend to uplift people more than spend our time criticizing them. But not always. There are schools, there are people that it's not always positive. But I think the more we can work towards maintaining a positive environment and uplifting people, I think the better for everyone. You know, and just, if it's not your news to tell, don't tell it. You know, the irony about gossip is that even though people love to hear it, people generally don't respect the people telling it. If you really think about the way bad news spreads, there are those people that everyone knows always have, you know, the new, the new gossip, the new dish. And people will go to those people for, you know, entertainment value. Oh, what's new? What do you, what do you have? People don't want to have real conversations with those people. It's lonely. I think we answered all that, right? Yeah. Good questions today. Remember, if you want to answer a question, answer a question. I answer the questions. If you want to ask a question, drop it below. I'll answer it tomorrow. Oh. Frank's got a different interpretation on that quote. I think the quote may have been talking more about how time flies when you're busy. Oh. The bad news, time flies. The good news, you're the pilot. Well, let's re-answer that question there. It's a whole different interpretation. Time, you know, it's been interesting. As I've gotten older, time has moved faster. But yes, I get to determine how to spend that time. And I've said before, plenty of other people have said before, We've all got the same 24 hours and how you spend them determines your priorities. And when people say they don't have time for something, what they really mean is that's not important enough to me for me to spend the time on. And it blows people's heads up when you say that to them directly. And I've said that to people and they freak out. No, it's true. 
you have a list of your priorities and that's how you spend your time. And if, and if you say you want to spend more time training, but you actually sit on the couch and watch TV, you're saying that sitting on the couch and watching TV is more important than training because you could do it. And they get defensive and make excuses. And I don't say that to people too much anymore because I try to remain positive with people and not, you know, kick them in the knee. Spend your time in such a way that when you look back on your life, as you get older, you don't regret how you spent it. I'm certainly not old, but I'm older than I used to be. And there are points in time in my life where hmm, I wish I knew then what I know now. I would have done things differently. But I've learned from those mistakes. Don't forget, we do the show every weekday morning, 6.30 a.m. Eastern here on YouTube, but you can catch it later. And you can catch it in audio in your podcast apps. Just search for First Cup with Jeremy. If you want to ask a question, drop it below. I'll answer it tomorrow. Subscribe, turn on notifications so you can find out about First Cup and everything else that we've got going on here. Let's look at now for your homework. Homework should I give you? I want you to take a look through your day. How do you spend your time? Are you happy with how you spend your time? Should you be spending your time differently? If the answer is yes, start to make small changes. If you're trying to Get into the habit of training at home, five minutes every day. It's just five minutes, you can find five minutes. If you have to wake up five minutes earlier, you can find five minutes. Build that habit and adjust from there. I hope you have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.